When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Bags podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of the postseason. This man next to me, he is my tag team partner, the hot tag, Patrick Lines from DNVR. Of course, uh, Jesse Friedman is on location somewhere in the air or in Indiana. I don't know where he is. He's traveling back from Philadelphia, (laughs) and we hope that he arrives safely. Today is a workout day for the Arizona Diamondbacks. No game today, but we do know that they have a huge game three tomorrow. Uh, Maybe maybe some people don't know that based on the uh, uh, analysis of ticket prices for game three, because as it stands right now, there are a lot of tickets still available for Game 3, uh, and you can get them out there on GameTime.co or lots of places uh, for pretty cheap right now. Does that bode well for the Diamondbacks having a home field advantage in Game 3 at Chase Field? I don't feel like this was the case for the Game 3 of the Los Angeles Dodgers series, which I understand was different. That was a potential clinching game. It was a chance to come out and support the boys yeah. when they celebrate, as well as kind of run those Dodgers fans out of town or at least drive some of those cheers out. But, I mean, right now, I know there might be a lot of Phillies fans making some quick travel plans with based on these ticket prices. It was also a completely flipped situation, right? Diamondbacks were up 2-0, and it was a, a series-clinching game. Yes. And and now it's obviously the, the opposite of that. It's fighting for their lives, and, you know, fans, I think, want to support that. I think the early start time probably isn't really helpful. That's a great Thursday. point. Thursday, that 207? Yeah, that, that kind of hurts. It not only does it hurt, but it's different. I mean, it's something that Diamondbacks fans have never really experienced. I've never seen a game that started at that time. We have our little pockets, you know. We have twelve forty-five or one ten for an afternoon start, but usually those are only like a Wednesday game or a, Saturday, a Sunday game. You know, this is obviously different. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm sure that comes into play. I also feel like what happened last night, the Diamondbacks losing in the manner that they did, ten to nothing. Uh, also impacts uh, enthusiasm levels about sure. going to the rest of the series, especially if you're there to watch the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the case. I'd be curious to know what the numbers for Game Four even are, like if if it's if it's bleeding over to everything. But mm-hmm. one win absolutely changes that in in it does. such a major way, and then you it just does. feel a lot better. Like, no, this is the the place to be, and and it will be tomorrow night. Also, when you go on game time. Uh, uh, the prices ebb and flow, right? Like it, they'll they'll probably pick back up. Right now is definitely the time you want to snipe in to, to try to get some of those seats to get into the building. Um, but just beyond that, you know, all it takes is one win. And now it's they're down two one. You go, okay, that's a little bit better. It's one game at a time. That's what it's all about. And you know, it's not often that you get a chance to see your team play in the postseason. So go out and and go support. Be there for first pitch. Be there for all nine innings. And 
you know, really support support the Diamondbacks so that maybe Chase Fields can kind of have the same impact of Citizens Bank Park. Doesn't doesn't have that same history and generations of fans that live and die with the team. We understand that. I I do in in Denver with the Rockies kind of having to deal with the the transplants that are that are in the city of Denver. Phoenix, I know, is very much the same way, but all it takes is 48,000 Diamondbacks fans. If those are the only 48,000 that they have that are true diehards, like all the diehards here at PHNX, that's all you need, and and you could squeeze out a win in Game 3. Well, and I mean, the Diamondbacks showed up. Uh, That's just a fact in in that game. And again, I think that it goes beyond, you know, uh, like fair-weather fandom here. I think this team deserves people to come out and and support them in these home games just based on the fact that they have played so well, that they have gotten to this point. Uh, and, I mean, who better to have that opinion you, than this you guy? You got to believe. You got to believe. You got to believe. You got to believe. Let's go. How do you not believe? I mean, if nothing, right? I mean, <laughs> you got to, like, this team has done some wonderful things, and it kind of sucks because, like, I should save all of this obviously for whenever they're no longer in the postseason because while they still have a chance it does sound like i'm just conceding the series already and i know diamond backs fans don't like that but i mean this team deserves people to come out for what however many home games there are remaining because of the fact that they have played so well that they've made it this far that they are so ahead of schedule they deserve that support they deserve everything i think that like a championship team deserves and i mean i i mean that because i think when they come back they should have Fans, we need. We should get together. Uh, us, the Diamondbacks, the PHNX D-backs crew, if we have to. There should be right. people like there were for the Suns after their playoff run at the airport, waiting for these guys to return. You know, holding up signs, showing that support. Because I mean, this team uh, deserves uh, the fans to to that adulation. They they deserve you guys to come out and be there for these games and support them when lose win or lose. You know what I mean? But. Um, I, I mean, Brandon Fott is on the mound for game three. We talked yesterday that it looks like more and more like Zach Gallon may need to be uh, on the mound for game four. But uh, I, I know you have a little bit more confidence maybe in Brandon Fott than I do. I know Damon <laughs> has more confidence in Brandon Fott because Brandon Fott is a savage, and I'm not going to say that he's not. But what I am going to say is Brandon Fott's weaknesses <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not great against any MLB team, but they're specifically not great against a head-hunting Phillies team that right now is just looking to absolutely mash the ball. I think there's a chance that Fott ends up having a performance that you're you're very much pleased with, with the bullpen that is completely rested. And I know game four is kind of a bullpen game. It's lining up that way until we hear something from from Jesse or Tori, and I would assume Tori is telling Jesse and not the other way around, that about Zach Allen going in game four, yeah. you know, okay, it's a, it's a bullpen game for now, but even still, like, this could be the final two games of the season. So, Kevin Ginkle, can he give you four innings, you know, two innings on Thursday and two on Friday? Sure. Can Paul Seawald do the same thing where he's able to, you know, he needs they to get could, six could, outs they in could both be, games? Yeah, he they could, could be that. down one by one run, and I'm still pulling Paul Seawald in in this game. Like you said, I'm pulling out all the stops when and, it comes to the performance in this game. And so it's it's for that reason that Brandon Fott, if he can just be consistent for three innings, even give up one run for three innings, I think that that's good enough for the Diamondbacks to get a little bit of momentum with the fans on their side at Chase Field. So like when you when you phrase it that way and you and you think about it in, in those terms, three innings, you give up one run. Maybe if you give up two runs, you're going into the fourth inning, either down 2-0, down 2-1, tied 2-2, two, two, 
A lot of different numbers, a lot of different possible combinations, <laughs> obviously. But if you can just kind of come away unscathed, tamp tamp down the Phillies just a little bit, which it's hard to do at home because even a deep fly ball is going to get people up on their feet. Yeah, they've been they're, they're on their feet the entire game anyway. No, that's so true. holding them to two runs for the first three innings, can Brandon Fott do that? Yeah, absolutely. Will it go that way? Look, tune in, find out. <laughs> well, and you should be there for that too, not just that, because we be know there in person, yeah. We know well, the Diamondbacks fans should be there. We know the Phillies fans will be there. <laughs> Assuming so. Look, I don't, we don't know what the flight situation is like. Jesse is going from Philly to Phoenix and could not get like a direct flight that was reasonably priced. So I hope, I hope it we have might to send, not happen. I hope we have to send Jesse back to Philly. That's all <laughs> I, I could say. Uh, piece of Yoshi does not give me any peace of mind with his comment when he said, if Gallon and Kelly pitch on short rest and we force a game seven, we get road, road ride Nelson in game seven. Like he puts a little like flexing emoji and that somehow like hurts my chest just thinking about it. But the Rockies won a game with Josh Fogg on the hill. They're like, whoa. The Dragon Slayer in 2007. That was the dude that uh, yeah. the season was riding on. I mean, and they got a good performance out of him. It could could happen. I again. wouldn't be surprised based on the fact that this team will have to do something. But, like, again, that's what doesn't give me great feelings about how this series could go. Because, you know, again, if, if you do pitch Gallon on short rest, if you do pitch Kelly on go, short rest, uh, you know, who who does go in game seven You you if, if they make it that far. But... Uh, I know who doesn't think we'll make it that far, and that's once again the Phillies fans, which this Ooh. is my first time tangling with them, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. I've enjoyed this. Uh, Phillies fans are weird uh, because passionate. not only they're passionate, but their com their comments on our videos are almost like it's almost like a bot. It has a very similar formula, and I respect sure. it. First of all, they do have to announce that they're a Phillies fan first. Yeah. First and foremost, they can't keep that secret. The first thing is Phillies fan here. And that's how most of the comments. <laughs> and then they're very kind. They're very complimentary. They're extremely nice. They'll say, great show, guys. Love your chemistry. Love the content. Then, then, as Damon can attest to, that's usually when they say, your team is fucked and we are going to absolutely steamroll you in four games. You have no chance at all. But then they'll end it again with something nice where they'll be like, I'm scared to play you guys in, in the coming years, yeah. right? It's it's a nice it's a nice combination of words and both aggressiveness and, and compliments. I'm with it. And I don't know where it's coming from because Phillies fans have always just been purely aggressive. Like they threw snowballs. At Santa, they've thrown batteries in the past. Like they get Santa wild. Deserves it. As, Santa absolutely deserves it. As as Paul Wheat Seawald had said, like yeah, they're probably doing research about my family. Yeah, that's Phillies fans are hardcore. Uh, Diamondbacks fans and, F and Phoenix fans diehards. Yeah, but hardcore yeah. is the best way to describe Philly fans. And yet something happened this season with the whole you know Trey Turner signs a deal for three hundred million dollars and is not good at all. And yet he gets a standing ovation from fans Correct. in this weird kind of turnabout rather than, hey, let's boo the crap out of this guy. Let him know he needs to play better. Let's actually support him. That's one of the wildest things to happen in sports if you understand it's crazy. how hardcore Philly sports fans are. Their, their jeering and cheering is so productive when it comes <laughs> to the things that they do, right? Some fans don't get it. Some fans like, you know, you just want to sit there. You, you, you see a star player on the opposing team. And you, you, you think, like, I'm going to get this guy right now. And you're yeah. like, you suck. That's amateur hour stuff. That is absolutely amateur hour. There was, a, there was a photograph of one of the games 
where a player was coming out. I, I forget what the detail was, but you zoomed in and you see a crowd. And there's maybe 100 people in the background. 25% of those people had middle fingers up. See. And again, no, that the players coming off the field, not looking at yeah. the fans. Yeah. It's just, this is just kind of a gesture that I just do almost to say good morning, good afternoon, right. and good night See. to my neighbors and friends. Uh, Phillies fans are very knowledgeable. They will do That's their who? research on you. Yeah. When they're not going to say, you <laughs> suck, which a star player can easily go, no, I don't. They're going to be like, you failed eighth grade PE, motherfucker. That's what they're going to say to you. And you're going to be like, how did they know that? That that's like one of the worst things that ever happened to me. It's wild. They use their jeering. I know here again, I'll just give you my wallet. Um, but they look, uh, they do look for something to be bad about, but again, in a productive way, right? They're like a little brother where they just want you to say something. Just, I dare you to say something. Go ahead. Give us fuel. Give, give us fuel. Go ahead, Merrill Kelly. Yes. Say something about the crowd noise. Uh, we can't wait to tell our big brother who's going to pummel you with home runs when he gets home. Uh, and that's what it's felt like so far. But Derek, uh, just a quick side note. I'm sorry, but that was a very specific example you gave. Did you pass PE in eighth grade? I absolutely passed PE in eighth grade. No, I, I may have gotten a D in English at one point, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, hey, uh, the, check. I, I will tell you one fan that didn't win, though, when it came to Phillies was the one that absolutely got snuffed out by the security there at Citizens Bank Wolf. Park. And I don't know what was better, the tackle itself or the reaction from Phillies players watching him get tackled. But I do think that maybe the Broncos or the Cardinals could look into signing that security guard because it's Brian Dawkins esque is really could, what it was. We could use some help on the that outside. That was a edge. hit because you you see security guards kind of being a little bit more gentle because it's mm -hmm. like if you hurt the guy, then you know you could have some kind of lawsuit or something like that. Obviously, and so you don't want to do that. But this guy just said, you know what? Why not? I, I, yeah, I, I, it's my best intentions. I'm going to take this guy out. You might have even remembered the whole Ronald Acuna incident. Yeah, uh, there towards the end of the season that in, was Colorado. in Colorado when they kept the weird hugging. It was very strange. It was, yes, and then a second guy. Don't do and then that. there was a third one that ran on the field, but then jumped back in the stands. Yeah, don't don't ever do that. So no, but I mean, don't you, do that in general. It's no. it's ludicrous behavior. Uh, in the, it's but, unsafe. They have no idea what you're going to do sure. to them. You know what I mean? Like, but if tickets are 13 bucks, I mean, what's a, <laughs> what's a, what's a trespassing, you know, felony? What do you know? I don't I mean, know. But, but we're they weren't 13 bucks in Philly. Like yeah. they, that guy paid several hundreds Look, of dollars to go to that game to run on the field and get trucked. I don't know if he's watching right now, but one of our guys, Chris is a security guard. He does watch the show. And I know Chris is just looking for the opportunity oh. to absolutely lay one out. So, uh, that's ill-advised at Chase Field. Uh, I'm thinking, I think Baxter will get your ass, honestly, at Chase Field. And, I mean, it's not going to be pleasant for you to be attacked uh, by a mascot who, as you and I have discussed, has a lot of agility. That's That suit provides a lot oh, yeah. of – there's a lot of room for, you know – it's a strong actually right there. Pounce, pouncing on someone. Which of the Rocky uh, Diamondbacks legends do you think – or are they all just so top-heavy – that, you know, whether it's Randy Johnson, Mark Grace, The Matt answer is Williams. Danny Batista. Are you asking who's in there and who no, hits him one hardest? I, Danny Batista. I apologize. What, what's the name of the race with the, with the Oh, gigantic? the Legends race. The Legends race, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one of those four? Or are they all just the same? Because Mark Grace, 100%. Mark Grace? Mark Grace. You want to be in the Mark Grace suit and tackle somebody? A thousand percent. One thousand percent. I mean, Randy, you're expecting it from, right? Okay. You know, and I mean, obviously, you know, Luis Gonzalez, he's a little too wholesome. Maybe he'd be good. But I mean, just to see the three guys take off and then Mark Grace instead mm -hmm. takes a right turn to center field because a fan jumped the stands and just absolutely lays that person <laughs> out. 
I'd I'd pay more than thirteen dollars for that ticket. Shoot, you know what really needs to happen is at an All Star game, you fly in the Mark Grace Legends race suit for the mm-hmm. Diamondbacks. You fly in George Washington from the Nationals. You fly in the, the, brat, chori- the brat, chor- yeah the chorizo, chorizo suit chorizo definitely. from Milwaukee yeah, sure. at the All Star game and, and just you have an All Star Legends race and basically do an Avengers mascot kind of situation. Who says no to this? Can we get the freeze in there too? The freeze is in there. Oh, oh my wow, God. that would be the mascots would basically start in right center field yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. which freeze, is fine. Freeze has to start at the third baseline. Ron Burgundy from San Diego, the Why Padres not? do an Anchorman race. Let's go. Let's. This go. is. Has I, anyone ever said this before? I don't think so. But I we're gotta geniuses. go because I've got yeah. I've got a new job with MLB yeah. right now. He's also got a new nickname on this show, by the way. I call him a hot tag, but we're going with we're going with Patty Plantain. Uh, that's his <laughs> Puerto Rican name, by the way, because uh, he is now a fan of Bad Bunny. I love Bunny, Bad Bunny. I love Bad to, Bunny. We all love Bad Bunny. Everybody loves Bad Bunny. <laughs> uh, but we love you guys for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel right now. Of course, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way, you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. Sometimes we have pregame and postgame shows, and sometimes we're live at one o'clock on a Wednesday. So make sure not to miss out on that. Leave us a thumbs up. We always appreciate that positive affirmation. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please leave us a review. We appreciate that feedback as well. And make sure you're subscribed there. Even if you're already subscribed on the video side, you never know. You want to listen to us on the go. Sometimes sometimes you miss stuff. The show can get crazy, especially uh, with us yelling about, you know, wagons and yoffs and all this other stuff. Of course, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you, you don't miss out on any of the good content. Uh, that we might rattle off in between all of that stuff. But also, if you are a bread aficionado like myself, need to check out our friends at Hero Bread because, as we know at times, bread might not be the best for you, you know? Uh, And, of course, uh, bread uh, at times is one of the most delicious things that is on God's green earth. So Hero makes sliced bread, buns, and some incredible tortillas that pass the Derek taste uh, test that are actually taste work, taste test, uh, available on Mm -hmm. Hero.co and on Amazon. What makes them better than any other competitor that you used before is the fact uh, that uh, you may not be counting – You may not be cutting carbs, but you may look for more fiber or more protein in your diet. Hero has all of those options available for you and all the different bread options that you might be looking for. So, of course, you can kind of customize the experience that you need because, again, you might not be looking for less less calories. You might not be looking for less carbs um, if you're especially if you're active. I know runners. Yeah, uh, you need those carbs, but you want healthy carbs. And that's something that Hero provides. They also uh, they also. Just have a bread uh, that is that is healthy and is not that same weird texture, that same weird like hardness that breads can be. It's soft, it's fluffy. Uh, they're tortillas again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm very particular about. I don't like corn tortillas very much. I like flour tortillas. I, hear, I heard that these pass that test for me. You, it's hard to get good nutrition in the bread and right. then the taste. Yeah. You can ha- kind of have one or the other. Yeah. And there's always Except something now you can with hero bread. Yeah. And there's always something too, right? Cause you have sometimes like it's still high in sugar. It's still high in this. It's still high in that. Yes. Uh, they have fewer calories than the leading national brand. And of course they also have five to 10 grams of protein per serving right now. Hero bread is offering, offering our listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co and use code PHNX to save on hero bread today. That's H E R O.co to save 10% today. Uh, and of course, BetMGM is your place uh, to bet uh, on your bet uh, to place your bets on sportsbook wagers. Of course, if you haven't signed up yet, you can do so now with our code of PHNX. If you're already a user, you already know that betting on baseball makes baseball better uh, this postseason. Uh, you might want to smash the 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 one plus. I, 
the one plus on home runs for some of those Phillies hitters, you might. I'm just saying, mm. you might want to go down the line and maybe throw five bucks on a couple of those guys. Or Jordan Alvarez three. tonight. Or Jordan Alvarez. That's always a if good bet. you need bet. to fix a little earlier, yep. yeah, Alvarez. absolutely. He's ready. Uh, so don't miss out on the chance to make some money over at BetMGM. Of course, if you haven't signed up yet, you can do so with our code of PHNX. And if you do it via the uh, MBM, MGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or through BetMGM.com, you will get some free money for doing so. All you got to do is sign up and use our code of PHNX, deposit at least $10 into your newly created account, place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at a standard odds price. And once you've done so, you will get $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. So uh, there's some free funds for you. And of course, that's always more fun too. I I don't know. I just, I I think it's always, uh, it's always more fun to bet with someone else's money. Than, than with your own, <laughs> right? True. Can uh, the little little risk, a little less risk. So make sure to sign up for the BetMGM app. Use that bonus code of PHNX. If you do place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through their mobile application of at least ten dollars, you will receive two hundred dollars instantly and in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to our baby boy Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Uh, well, it is time. Uh, I know the Diamondbacks have a lot going on when it comes to uh, their their hands are full, if you will, with the Phillies in the NLCS. But uh, they do have some great young players that have been recognized once again as Gold Glove Award finalists. And of course, it's it's no surprise if you have been watching this team all year on who the finalists for the Gold Glove Award were for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Gabriel Moreno, Christian Walker. And Alec Thomas, uh, and I don't. Do we do we have those, uh, Damon? Okay, uh, but Gabriel Moreno, of course, a big part of uh, <laughs> Gabriel Moreno is such a big part of this team. He's been such an incredible addition, and we know how that trade with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, brought him here and we know we also brought uh Lourdes Gurriel Jr. who I mean was no slouch defensively this year himself no. right um but Gabriel Moreno as far as all of baseball is concerned is ranked fifth in defensive runs saved with 20 this year the only issue is that the guy that he was traded for Dalton Varsho who was also up for a gold glove award yep. leads the league with 29 defensive runs saved he continued to be incredibly good but Moreno, Gabby is just the catcher of the future for this team, and you can't say enough about that, really, when it comes to the surplus of talented outfielders they have. Alec Thomas being one of them. He's also up for a gold glove himself. Yep. Um, and, I mean, again, it's it's not easy to have a catcher uh, the caliber of Gabby Moreno that's also as young as he is and under team control for the amount of time that he currently is. Yeah, most, as you said, kind of uh... – most defensive run saves by any any catcher in, in, in the game. Way he's able to just shut down the running game in a year in which running is back, stealing yeah. bases is obviously back in vogue. So and to be able to even, have that is huge. He didn't even play that much. I mean, I know he played yeah. more than he would have with Carson Kelly's injury and the eventual, you know, team moving on from Carson Kelly, but he, you know, he 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 did not play nearly or he I mean, he played a lot, but due to right. injuries, due to other things, he missed a lot of time. And I mean 
it's just incredible uh, that he was able to produce that much uh, in the short amount of time. And also like acclimate from being kind of the third catcher for an organization that kind of was like pretty full at that position Mm -hmm. to being the guy here in Arizona. Yeah, that that's probably the best case scenario is like slowly working a guy, you know, a guy into a spot and uh, it's not that slow to be, you know, halfway through the season, basically become like the full time guy. That's a lot of, you know, pressure, a lot of weight on on someone's shoulders. But for Moreno to do that, step up, play as as well as he's been now, you know, defensive run saves and outs above average. Two different statistics, two different metrics that look at defense. Uh, again, they they both you know favor favor these this trio of players uh, in a really nice way, and 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 that's kind of it's what you're hoping for, you know, in in the National League West, where just like the fundamentals, there's like such a huge key, and we've seen it this entire NLCS where you know you do need to put the ball in play. That's a fundamental. You do need to field. You can't let balls drop in front of you, like. You know Longoria and last night in, in game two, and so you know defense is is such a huge component. It can be flashy at times, and we remember those big plays. But just being able to just field a a simple six three ground ball each and every night and and do it well and have a higher fielding percentage and have really good range, like that's something that the eye doesn't always see. You can see a great play, but you can't necessarily see wonderful range and you know understand you know, exactly what, what percentage of, of a ball hit with that launch angle and that exit velocity, what percentage of those fall in for a hit, you know, and, and Alec Thomas steals a lot of those hits away. Uh, and so, you know, thankfully we do have some defensive, defensive metrics that keep an eye on those things and, and put it in perspective. And it's nice that those three were, you know, have been kind of acknowledged for how good they've been. And, and Walker, if you've been watching these games, you've seen him all throughout the postseason make some wonderful plays, picking balls out of the dirt, doing the splits a lot. And, you know, he plays in Phoenix, so he, he gets overlooked a lot and his numbers are really solid, but they're not amongst the best five first basemen maybe in the game. He's probably right in that range a little bit past. Yeah. And that gets overlooked so much. So it's it's nice that, you know, the coaches and managers that went in and did this voting, uh, you know, were able to acknowledge Walker Moreno and Al Thomas. Yeah, it's great. Um, Gabriel Moreno, obviously, you know, I, I feel like stands out a bit as far as having the best chance. As far as yeah. winning this award, he's a young, exciting player. I feel like the, uh, you know, uh, the basically everything that he's done this year in that short amount of time really reflects, you know, like what is, if extrapolated <coughs> out, could what his full season could have been a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Um, but the other guys have some tough competition when it comes to, you know, where they're at. Christian Walker, like you said, he's had some great defensive years uh, for this team, but he definitely has not. Uh, he's not excelled as far as defensively uh, compared to some of his peers the way that he has in the past. Uh, but he's still up there. I mean, he still had a great defensive year. Uh, I think Piece of Yoshi brought up Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Uh, yeah, Lourdes had 14 defensive runs saved, was one of the better outfielders as far as that co- category was concerned. Um, but outs yeah. above average, outs above average doesn't like Gurriel quite as much. No, it he's does only not. Plus no, one. no, and I mean, so. honestly, it's at times his his defensive play isn't that great. I think, I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like errors at times, right? Where there is, uh, it's, it's subjective that like, there is some human element in there in deciding some of these things at times. And, uh, you know, again, I, I definitely know that all of these stats kind of have a lot of that going into Mm -hmm. it, but really what it comes down to is, you know, what you're able to do as a defender to keep those runs off the board and, and keep your team, in the game and that so far like especially with gabby moreno and his his arm his ability to get runners out on the base path has been incredible christian walker 
just makes difficult plays seem easy over there at first base. Uh, and then, of course, Alec Thomas, you asked me about center field when it comes to Chase Field and if it's difficult to play. Mm-hmm. And I don't I really don't think people can really understand what it's like to play under that porch. Uh, and some of those fly balls that come in that trajectory, that angle that Alec Thomas just plays them so perfectly, so easily at times uh, that you, you really you really don't understand how how hard it is to play half of your games in the cent- in center field at Chase Field. Thomas does get some uh, negative marks for like his routes <laughs> at times, like and maybe that's maybe that's why he makes some plays look spectacular that maybe they weren't they shouldn't have looked as spectacular. But I mean, when when he is in there defensively at center field for this team. It's just a different vibe. You know, mm-hmm. when a ball is hit out there and there are certain guys playing, even Corbin Carroll, who's a very talented outfielder, you kind of hold your breath a bit. You know, with Alec Thomas, mm-hmm. there's just this series of confidence about him playing out there. And honestly, he daps well to any ballpark that he plays in. But I feel like Chase Field is a is a particularly difficult ballpark to play in. But I don't know if he'll get the credit because you guys in Colorado have a very young, yeah. uh, very, very good young center fielder that's been getting a lot of attention. Yeah, Brenton Doyle's just fantastic this year. Got called up right at the end of April. I believe he finished the season with 124 consecutive games without an error. Like, that's that's what we're talking about. And and obviously, flash the, the arm. You Incredible know. arm. Like, well, one of the strongest arms uh-huh. I've ever seen a human being have. To be and we're able to actually quantify that now where we can see you know we, we we can clock it like it like it's a pitch you know the the miles per hour and so he's up there in every way for average velocity and and just like the the fastest throws mm-hmm. him and nolan jones out in left field who had 18 outfield no excuse me 19 outfield assists dude didn't debut until the end of may yeah for the rockies so like that's and- other they're, they're the colorado cannon so i think it's going to be hard for thomas to be able to do that but it you know it also kind of um you know underlines this this point is that you know, we're, I don't know if we're just entering an era or there just happens to be a few here in the NL West of, of young center fielders who have some issues at the plate. Like, you, you're not getting as much offense as sure. you might typically be used to. And, sure. and certainly you can't stack every guy up to like a Ken Griffey Jr., but it's, it's, a, it's a high profile position for getting really good defense because there's a lot of benefit out there especially in, in the large outfields in the NL West, especially Coors Field, that, you know, if you can steal a lot more hits away, than than um than strikeouts that you're, you're accumulating, you know what I mean? There the the math works itself out just a little bit. It's kind of like in the '80s, if you could just play great defense at shortstop, you didn't even need to hit, and that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, and, and so I don't know if that's changing now a little bit in center field for for guys like Thomas yeah. and guys like Brenton Doyle just playing that great defense. It's but just it's hard. It's it's, it's hard not to play a guy every day when he's struggling at the plate when he's as good as defense as good defensively as these guys are. Right? You just make your value so high that no matter what you're doing you you have to be in the lineup out there and not even in the starting lineup they need you uh, on the field more is more of what i mean but brenton doyle 20 or 19 total runs saved uh good for sixth best in major league baseball and he has 200 less innings played yeah. than dalton varsho so there's a good chance we could see this guy uh, at the top next season he's been incredibly good and like i said his arm was ridiculous he was he was throwing you know uh the, the 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 between inning balls that they were like tossing around in the outfield to fans uh out uh in in left field at Chase Field uh and for some reason he was just skyrocketing it all the way to Gonzo's chicken shack back there in the corner yeah yeah he's it's just he's got a cannon he won, he won a minor league gold gold glove award uh which is actually a thing that gets given out every year just to just to nine minor leaguers 
Uh, he won one of the one of those a few years ago. Was a, a guy out of the Division two school, uh, Shepherd's University, like Shepherd University in West Virginia. So you know he's 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 an interesting prospect, I think, in, in a lot of ways. Definitely needs to cut down on his strikeouts. But I th- I think Colorado, similar to Arizona, and I, and I think Alec Thomas will will definitely figure it out at the plate a little bit. But you know what? We're okay. Stick him out there. Whatever we get from him offensively is fine. We'll kind of sort those things out. Colorado's fine with that. Brenton Doyle and uh, and Arizona's going to be fine with Alec Thomas doing that in center field for a, a a very long time going forward. I don't know if they'll lock him up like a Corbin Carroll kind of situation. Next year might be might be big for that. We'll, we'll kind of wait and see what happens. But I could see Arizona saying, hey, we've got a core here because we do. And yeah. we don't want it to be a core until they're free agents and then they're gone and they're somebody somewhere else or or we maybe even need to trade them because in their final two years of arbitration they're becoming a little bit expensive and we need to you know have something here in two years or, or in the present so we have to trade them like a lot of smaller market clubs do but if you can lock them up have some you know cost assurance and you know hey, hey maybe it's less than you'd make an arbitration but it's guaranteed it's guaranteed money. Yeah. It kind of becomes a win-win situation for for all of these guys. So that'll be one of the things that will be interesting to to see what Mike Hazen does this offseason. How many of those 23, 24-year-old guys do they lock up to long-term extensions? Uh, Elise, known baseball GM in our chat, says, I wish our outfielders had better arms. A lot of it is just natural ability, but de- definitely something to work on. Yeah, we were talking about that one day here at the studio <laughs> about, like, can can we get Corbin Carroll in the gym? Can we get him, you know, pumped up? And, like, it, it seems to be the case with baseball, you know, people knowledgeable about baseball, coaches, things like that, that – Throwing the ball and having that kind of arm that Doyle has is—it's a special ability. Yeah, it's—it's a—it's a mutant like gift. Innate. Yeah, almost innate. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot there. I mean, I think you can coach it up a little bit. I think you can make small improvements, but uh, yeah, at times it does feel like the Diamondbacks outfielders, especially especially when we were playing other teams with good outfielders with good arms, you're like, whoa, wait. You could reach third base from there. I didn't know you could do that without hitting the cutoff, man. So, uh, also, JoJo says, Gold Glove, that's your triumph. I don't know if that's an insult or not, but uh, the Gold Glove nominations did just come out about an hour ago. So, it is topical news. And no, honestly, if we're going to talk about triumphs, the triumph is that the Diamondbacks made it to the National League Championship Series. That's pretty good. And honestly, with the trajectory of this team and the roster that they built together, they probably have no business being here, but they've earned their spot here. I'm not going to, I'm always mm-hmm. going to defend them on that because they did play the Brewers tough. They played the Dodgers tough, and here they are. Uh, but if you want to talk about this Phillies team, uh, no, no. I mean, I, I don't like our chances. Uh, James Adams says, Does everyone think this series is over? It's not over yet. There's still two games to play, and there's still a lot of baseball to play. But uh, I don't, things don't look good. Things don't line up well for the Diamondbacks. And, of course, like we talked about on yesterday's postgame show, history is definitely not on their side when it comes to that. But taking a step backwards to the gold glove uh, thing, big shout-out, obviously, to all three of those guys, Gabriel Moreno, Christian Walker, and Alec Thomas. Can we ban Piece of Yoshi forever in the chat with his my triumph is when Derek gets fired? We can uh, we can just chill on all of that shit because I ain't going nowhere, pal. I ain't going nowhere. You're going to... Gonna we'll be waiting a long time for that, but it's uh, funny you bring that up. Jesse and I were talking. And, no, yeah, um, all right. No, I'm just kidding. Can just we kidding. go to a one shot, please, for the rest of this show, uh, Damon? Can that? All right, there. That's better. 
That's better. All right. Uh, so this is, we'll just conduct the rest of this I'm show this way. I'm just a disembodied voice point. at this point. Yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. Uh, but I will say <laughs> this, that uh, Gabriel Moreno, Walker, and, and Thomas, they've all been incredible for this team. So kudos to them for uh, being nominated for the Gold Glove Award. And we'll see if any of the guys can pull out uh, the, the the big award. I think I think Moreno has a really good chance at it. I so think we'll so, see. too. We'll see what happens. But, of course, the future is bright. With this team, the future is bright for all three of those guys, and they should probably have a quality pair of polarized shades to wear uh, for such an occasion. Do you have said quality I do. shades? Yes, because did, the Diamondbacks future you? is so bright, I've got to wear shades. Wait, uh, we have the exact same pair of sunglasses. Glasses, twins. Here? All great this. tag team partners need the same <laughs> Yeah, look at this gear we're rocking. Let's go. Anyway. It's great. Uh, Shady Rays are incredible. I am so glad I got these back. Uh, and of course, Shady Rays Honored their honored their word. They, they have do. the craziest lost and broken replacement plan. If you lose your shady rays, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They don't won't do what Jesse did and heap shame upon me. They don't won't do what Patrick did and judge me for losing my sunglasses and calling me uh, forgetful names and things like that. They're just going to send you a new pair. Uh, and of course, they have your back long after you purchase. Also, if you don't love your shady rays, you can return them either for your money back. Or or for a new pair for free within 30 days of purchase. There's no risk when you shop. So do not miss out on this. They have an amazing uh, line of sunglasses, all sorts of different styles. They're all premium polarized sunglasses, and they are just as good as the expensive sunglasses without the costs and with a better warranty pro program. You can also shop their entire collection at their location here in town at Kierland Commons. It's a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. So uh, exclusively for our listeners, if you shop online, uh, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Um, also, I know you're a big fan. You actually you, uh, you got the you got the Phillies fans worked up by talking about Circle K being your favorite convenience I, store. Did in I America. say that or I just said that studies it's, show studies show that studies it is show the best. Circle K number yeah. one, Sheets number two, it's America's Wawa first number three. Yeah. Circle K is number one. Shows, then yeah. like there's no yeah. you can't yeah. say anything otherwise. According to the point. numbers, yeah. right? It's, it's not even like oh, I just read it online somewhere because there's a lot of things that. Is just BS and you can't believe, but studies show yeah. Circle K the best. You think you think Bucky's would like to have a word? Absolutely not, because Circle K is number one in studies uh, across America, and it is America's thirst stop as well. So do not miss out on all of the amazing things uh, Circle K has to offer, including their inner circle program, which is absolutely free, and you can join it right now by downloading this. <laughs> The audacity, the, the unmitigated goal. The the chips literally fly off the shelf at you. That's how good they are. But honestly, that was a dream come true. Yeah. I wish Circle K chips fell from the sky like I that. I really do feel like I made that happen with my mind because as I was reading this, I was like, you know what? I'd like some Circle K chips. Those and then chips. Here they oh come my God. flying into the scene. But anyway, amazing. they can be in your life that easy because once you join the inner circle program, you can also get yourself uh free chip offers from the guys over at Circle K. There's there. <laughs> the more chips from heaven. You get free chips just like that, free candy, all sorts of stuff. Most importantly, once you sign up for their Inner Circle pro pro program, you will get 25 cents off per gallon on your first five Phillips. So do not miss out on all of those savings. You also get buy five, get the sixth one free on a selection of Circle K products, including pizza, coffee, and ice-cold fountain drinks. And let me tell you, 
these Circle K products, they're not to be slept on. What did I just knock off? Just, just keep going with it. It's all, all good, right. man. It's, We've got chips from yeah, Circle K. That's all that matters. That's Studies all we show need. These yep. chips are busting. <laughs> Patrick, did did you just ask for the sweet mesquite chips, and then all of a sudden they just flew straight yeah. from the the ceiling at you? Yeah, that's, that's how great crazy. Circle K is. Yeah, that is. It's that's wild. never happened with classic say that okay. much. No. Uh, join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. C- terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit Circle K dot com for details we should just leave these sunglasses on because cool i think that we need uh she chris says how are suns catching strays right now the suns are where did the suns catch strays did we throw do we i don't understand what happened chris, I mean, is it the chat i mean yeah, it's, it's in the chat it's in the chat okay Man. let's all calm down about throwing shade at the suns all right we got our sunglasses on we're throwing shade imagine Ooh. being a sixers fan and trying to talk shit about the Suns. oh yeah that's absurd Ugh. that's absurd if that's what's going on the, only reason, out of the second yeah. round guys. the only reason Joel Embiid won mvp last year was because they didn't want to give Jokic three in a row even though he clearly was the MVP yeah, last year. Yeah, of course. You I know that. This you know is, that. Uh, this is not a basketball podcast, and I no, don't... make like, it one. I make don't, it out of the fucking second be. round. I, I mean, I don't... No, no, I'm not doing that. If, but. You're, if you're listening to this as a podcast and you want to get in on the action, obviously you can't do it live because we've already recorded this, but you can still yeah. comment underneath the videos where it's it's still going. It's, yeah. it's not as good as the diehards only discord. I'll say that, but right. it does still pop off. You have to start comments. your uh, comment though. Suns fan here. Great show. <laughs> However, uh, our team would absolutely steamroll your That's team in a, in, a, in a seven game series. Yes. Um, but speaking of which, what do the diamondbacks need to win and i'm not talking about actual keys to the game More i know you want to give me team? i knew you were going to give me that um <laughs> i knew you were also going to say maybe something to the effect of uh let the, the like maybe have pitching less like let the other teams score less runs less home runs allowed all of those another things. great strategy yeah great I, idea i'm talking about what do we need to appease the baseball gods what do the diamondbacks need to do for luck so for game three what local celebrity, what local, oh. what local, what person connected to Arizona do they need to call upon to throw out the first pitch in game three wow. in order to bring them luck? There, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of folks from the Valley. There are. Uh, there are. And, and you could tell me if they, if, if you don't necessarily claim some of, some of my personal favorites. I mean, David Spade is, is wonderful. That is fan. That's a fantastic choice. He's a Zona guy. Yeah, he is. Scottsdale, I want to say, maybe. Eddie Murphy, by the way, still mad at him for that joke he made oh. on Weekend Update 20 mm. years ago. Yes. So do not, I know do you, not come for I, Eddie Murphy. Apparently. I know you would yes. like Daniel Bryan, who's, who's from this area a little bit. I, I know you'd be good with that. Brian Danielson, a.k.a. Of course. Brian, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Oh, my God. If he came out to his theme song, that would be electric. And by theme song, I mean the thing that they made Flight of the Valkyries into an <laughs> AEW because they gave it bass and uh, and lyrics. Charles Woodall Pike, of course, is right, as he always is, uh, because the easy answer is Zach Lynn. Yes. From Jimmy Eat World. I have Jim Adkins down. I, I was a huge, still am, Jimmy Eat World fan. So, like, I kind of, game three, was, like, walking yeah. around looking to be like, oh, my gosh. I met a couple of those guys too yeah. at, at at concerts uh, back in the day, and so I'd hi 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 Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frankie, hi, Zach. Munoz. Frankie Munoz. Frankie Munoz. Yes, yeah. I know he's Great in guy. some real estate here. Yep. Uh, that's something that he's done. Now Danielle Fischel, aka 
Topanga from oh Boy Meets World. God. She threw out her first pitch at a Phillies game, I believe. So she might be off the table. She might be disqualified. We might have to cross her off. That's a that's a childhood crush for me right there. Um, yeah. Randy Johnson. I mean, yeah. You, you so you you got the you got the, le- the legend. I want to see Brandon Webb to be honest. Brandon Webb would be dope. Luis <sighs> Gonzalez, Randy Johnson. What if guys. Randy Johnson threw the first pitch and then also took a picture of it after he threw it? Like and throws then, it, camera around neck, gets the shot. And then Tori goes, stay out there, and he pitches all of game four. I would absolutely leave him out there for game four. That's you're get yes, you're getting where I'm getting at. Like first you just got to get him out there warmed up, feeling comfortable again, peeping the vibes, feeling that energy from the crowd that he hasn't been getting lately, you know? And then then you drop it on him. I think the same com- way they did in the World <laughs> Series of 2001. Obviously, someone had yeah. to go talk to Randy and convince him to come out of the bullpen. I think the commissioner would understand like, "Hey, he threw out the first pitch and then he just stayed out there. We do apologize about the fact he was still wearing jeans, but Look, we're not going to tell him to get off the mound. This is why pro wrestling is better <laughs> than anything that you watch. Because y- you could absolutely have Dean Malenko right now come out of the back and, you know, absolutely put someone <laughs> he, in a figure four leg he lock. Is Phoenix guy? No, he's not. Oh, okay. I, was just, I just love Dean Malenko. Uh, Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Okay. Is in the area. Yeah. Apparently, Haley Bieber, formerly Haley Baldwin, Alec, Alec Baldwin's daughter, is is a valley. I mean, I mean Emma Valley girl, Emma Stone, Emma Stone, Emma Stone, Emma Stone. You might have to say for the World Series, but that gets it done. <sighs> Kevin Durant. How about Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, those are some luminaries. Kurt Warner, Alice Cooper, of course. He's he's got a bobblehead. I know that. Yeah, he's great. Barkley. Oh, Charles Barkley. No, oh. I have Gnarls in my notes. Gnarls is Barkley. Gnarls and or Charles. <laughs> Barkley could throw out the first pitch. I'd, I'd take CeeLo. Danica out. Patrick, yeah. Michael Phelps. Although he's like really close with Ray Rice. So I don't know if he's like a Baltimore, if he's kind of adopted Baltimore what now. What if we had Michael Phelps and the curtain of distraction from ASU combined? <laughs> so yeah. like it's out there on the mound and then it pops open and you don't know who's going to be back there. Michael Phelps wearing all of his gold medals mm. throws out the first pitch. I think and jumps in the pool and swims laps. Wow, <laughs> one—he's a one-stroker. Yeah, it's fine. One touch yeah, fine. kickoff. Yeah, he might fine. not even need a stroke. His push-off just gets him to the other yeah. side. Yeah. Actually, I'd be—I'd be for that. And then, I mean, of Larry Fitzgerald, JJ Watt, like all of the Arizona Cardinals folks, no. could come out and do no. that. Don't want them there. No, no. This, this no. is a D-backs thing. You want to? It's separate? not. To, no, no. It's not the D-backs thing. It's 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 it's. it's it's the getting the job done thing. Oh, no, okay. I didn't see that. So no like, Cardinals. Yeah, I hate myself for even saying that. Um, what about other things that we would need to bring them luck? I mean, I know you might not be familiar with this, but the Dimebacks, like, I, I need personnel from 2001 sitting there okay. just vibing, you know, just being there. Yeah. Uh, I need Dr. Jesse McGuire on the anthem. He's the one that plays it on the trumpet. He's an incredible uh, local legend here yeah. in town when it comes to sports. And of course, we need. We need some extra Jessies and some extra Derricks. We need Dr. <laughs> Jesse McGuire on the anthem, uh-huh. and we need Derek Moore in the stands screaming out at the top of his lungs, Perfect. lemonade, lemonade, like Grandma made. And we maybe we also need Mega Ran, too. I think that's a oh, I have a, I have a secret to reveal to you that you are not going to like very much right now, and that is that Mr. Raheem Jarbo, a.k.a. Mega Ran, it's from the Philadelphia area. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, I've seen I've seen a Phillies hat or two in his household while there. So 
I don't know. Sir Mega, no. Mm, yep, 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 yep. I'm gonna have King to talk. Mega. I'm gonna Come have to on. raise my godson myself in the ways of baseball. I'm gonna tell you that much. But that I will might do be everything I can to bring uh, bring as much Diamondbacks into his life as possible. But you know what? But Barkley played with the Sixers, so if he comes out, that mm, kind of shifts things a little bit. Like it's that. where you're at now. Nope, don't like that. Barkley now he's also off the list. Oh. I can't. No, we can't. We can't do that. There can't be any Phillies uh, Phoenix crossover. We need people that are from. Here, 100%. Uh, Eric almost says get Sean at the game. Um, I just saw Sean with, unfortunately, to bring this news to you guys, uh, with a moving truck getting ready to leave Phoenix. Uh, he's yep. also wearing a Boston Red shirt, uh, Red Sox shirt on his way out of town. So there's your preci- <sighs> precious Sean. Huh? Was he actually? Yes, he was wearing a Boston Red wow. Sox shirt on his Dude, way out it, it didn't even take him a full... The body wasn't even he cold didn't even yet. He didn't get there. He, he's not even in Massachusetts yet. He's not even uh, past the mid-east, mid, we, middle, wow. Midwest. We kept telling him that he was going to be a Red Sox fan the second he moved there. He didn't even need he to move there. there yet he before he's there. already a Red Sox guy. I don't to tell you. I don't want to tell you. Yep. You think you know a guy. Wow. Yep. I, I heard he, he sold his Luis Gonzalez jersey on ebay and then in the same move purchased a kurt schilling one because he's oh, all about boston oh my god he's about boston out oh apparently. my god What's oh my doing? god diana tarazi chris great suggestion oh diana tarazi is a fantastic that's a great one yeah devin yeah, booker did don staley throw it out for the phillies i think in yeah. game two that was an excellent choice so yes uh the goat diana tarazi that i think that's be, that would be great i think that's the answer i think that's the answer but anyway because she's the real She's the real champion in the Valley. When you talk about oh, winners, when you talk about bringing, bringing that championship greatness, those vibes, you, you call him maybe KD, KD, yeah. we can get KD to take a break from, you know, uh, like, what is he doing? He's, he's searching his own initials, KD on Twitter and finding something like legitimately awesome. Uh, the levels of pettiness. I will always be in <laughs> awe of his ability to just drop in a random chat between two individuals with less than 300 followers on Twitter and tell both guys what idiots they're being. Katie is watching at all times. Never forget that. But, uh, man, game three excited to be out there. Got anything else? Tori said, uh, according to Bob Nightingale, that the Phillies, you know, the 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 Phillies played good baseball and the Diamondbacks didn't. And I think really you can yeah. dive into the numbers. Uh, I blamed the bullpen on a tweet that was a funny tweet uh, from my own account, and people defended the bullpen there. And I get it because honestly, the, the the team lost in so many ways that there's no really one thing you could point to as to the reason why they didn't win game two. They just got beat. Period. Um, so. We'll, we'll see what this team can do and what adjustments they can make. Um, but I know with the way things went in that game, I mean, you just it's it was so inexplicably not Diamondbacks baseball. And that's what's kept them in all of this. I mean, they 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 had a record franchise record low for errors this season. They have played com- extremely competitive, uh, competent baseball that did not have a lot of mistakes. And, you know, in, in one inning, we saw them make just some of the most egregious mistakes they made all year. Did those mistakes lead to the loss? Absolutely not. They were just part of it, just like everything was in game two. So that won't happen again. That can't happen again, right? Because they, they hit their bottom there can't. in that way. You know, Phillies have never faced Brandon Fott, so that's obviously an advantage for Fott and the Diamondbacks because, guys, even if you're one for 20 against another pitcher, you go, I can bring back the memory of that one. Or, you know, what? Yeah. I, I, I barreled one, and it was an out. They positioned 
well and but i i just I, need to I hit it the hit same way again yeah they don't they don't have that muscle memory against fought right now so that's kind of an advantage longoria and walker they've got an ops north of a thousand against ranger suarez longoria is the only one who has homered off of uh, suarez in general and you know suarez has a 355 era versus the diamondbacks in his career which is a lot more than what he's <laughs> allowed in the postseason. So, I mean, that could be something that's really hopeful. I, I'm kind of curious, and, and maybe we'll we'll save this for the pregame show, but does Tory do something to switch up the lineup, you know, to shake things up? They've only got seven hits in two games, so I don't necessarily think anyone's clamoring for so-and-so to be moved up in the lineup. But, you know, maybe that's something that just shakes some things. And maybe you just have a different approach. Corbin Carroll's on first base. He, he's got to go. And after he takes second, he's got to go to third base yeah. on top of that as well. Get the first run across the board. Scoreless first inning for Brandon Fott. And, you know, that could really uh, change the tides a little bit, at least for one game. I agree. Well, Brandon Fott is right now speaking at the podium over at Chase Field. So we will have more for you on that on our YouTube channel. Stay tuned. Make sure to subscribe there. Do not miss any of the wonderful uh, stuff we've been putting out there for you. We got a lot of we got a lot of content. So if you have been enjoying watching this wagon roll, uh, you can continue to check that out on YouTube. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Of course, before uh, you get out of here, you got to follow Patrick D. Lyons. Please do. Uh, on Twitter, we got Jesse and Friedman. Uh, he's out there as well. And, of course, the maniac behind the Mac, uh, the one and only Damon Dog. Uh, you can follow him at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. Uh, and, of course, we are Damon's dogs. Arf, 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 arf. arf, arf. Um, Big shout out to all of you guys for being here again. Make sure that you get yourself stocked up for the postseason, ready for all these Diamondbacks uh, games because hopefully – There'll be a lot more, not just two. Uh, get yourself this shirt and remind everybody that you are a fan of a dangerous team. We got our, we are effing dangerous. I'm not putting any more money in that thing, but uh, get that shirt. It's incredible. Eric killed this one. Uh, and we have some great stuff over at the phnxlocker.com. So make sure to not miss out on those shirts. Of course, if you already are a member, you will get 20% off uh, your order over there at the phnxlocker.com. If you are not a member, sign up today. You will get a free shirt. So you can grab that dangerous shirt right now as part of your sign-up package. You will get all sorts of wonderful benefits, including access to our members-only Discord lounge, best place to be an Arizona sports fan. You get access to all sorts of benefits from our partners, including discounts. Uh, you get a Dobson Ranch Ranch card. You get $50 gift certificate for Mount Mike's Pizza and so much more. You'll also get uh, all of Jesse's original content and you'll get everything you'll we have to offer here at PHNX. So join the PHNX family today and become a diehard member. Most importantly, grab yourself a Four Peaks beer. It is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's been perfect at tailgates uh, around the valley for over 25 years. And of course, they have a wide variety of beers uh, to enjoy. They also have some incredible food at their locations. So do not miss out on stopping by their 8th Street pub, checking out Pumpkin Porter season, which is in draft lines around the valley. You can also pick it up on shelves. You can grab it at their 8th Street pub as well. Take some home with you. Um, you can also visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all of your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are all right around the corner. Check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to purchase Four Peaks uh, and drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. Well, again, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, you can make sure to follow our account at PHNX underscore D-backs, but all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for being here, uh, except JoJo. Uh, JoJo, 
You're you're fuck is he talking about? No, no, Jojo. I, no, 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 Jojo. I'm getting we're not, up. We're, not, we're not giving you any excuses. We've just been giving you the facts and the facts. I, I can't is think a, of one excuse this entire show. Uh, we've, got, we've been getting our ass kicked and everyone knows it. It's because, again, as we covered early, Philly, Philly's fans are looking for something to be angry about. And we're not giving you any of that because we're admitting your team, better team so far are these two games. Do the Diamondbacks have a chance? I don't know. I mean, again, they have a chance because there still are two more wins that are required in order to close out this series. But I will say, especially in game two, Phillies were the better team. And right now they look like they are the scariest team in all of baseball. <laughs> so uh, there's your there's your kudos. And that's all that's all you're going to get out of me. The that's Phillies, all you're going to get out of me. The Phillies are basically like the circle K of the National League right now. Like they are tops. Studies show. <laughs> there you go well we appreciate City you guys fucking losers <laughs> we appreciate you guys being here. second place <laughs> wow. win a championship you they have, got second place in everything last year and they want to come and talk like they're the city of champions you've it's lit david on fire anyway we're gonna get win out anything. of here but we appreciate uh our people's producer defending us at all time. We appreciate you guys again. Thank you guys for being here on behalf of this entire crew. Uh, thanks again for your time. Uh, and remember kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when Randy Johnson stays in the game and throws a perfect game after throwing out the first pitch. <laughs>